1: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network.
2: Larry David um, did a bit on how long you have to say Happy New Year to someone. Cut off. January fifteenth. We haven't reached that. So happy New Year and welcome to Boomsies episode one hundred.
0: Well, welcome to the show. Come on, it's time. Let's go. So glad that you're here.
2: Yeah, baby, we Ooh, did it. Talk- Episode 100, and now we're going into seasons. So this is episode 100, but also episode 1 of season 3 of Boomsies. Very glad you're here with us. We've got some special guests lined up. Hope you had a great uh, New Year's Eve. I watched the Dick Clark rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. With uh, my girls, and the entire time. We're just questioning whether we would ever go to Times Square to celebrate that. And the resounding answer is no. Because <laughs> we're just going around the room. Where do you pee?
3: Uh, where do you get drinks? Uh, what do you do for food? Uh, how, how early do you have to get there? And no one actually looks like they're having fun. Looks like they're being held at gunpoint. I saw a comparison of uh, a New Year's from 20 years ago in Times Square to this most recent New Year's. And there is a sadness that can't be described. Because in tw- 20 years ago, people are going
2: crazy. They're kissing, they're hugging. This year, it's like, ah, God, we're supposed to be happy, I guess. To
3: happy New Year's. It's visible, the difference in emotion. 20, year, 20 years ago, we had never heard of a pandemic. We had
2: never heard of food prices the way they are now. 20 years ago,
3: hell, that's 100 years ago now. Everything was cheaper. Everyone was happier.
2: Now, uh, 2024, I guess, uh, what's my New Year's resolution? Actually, I have a New Year's resolution, and I sent it to my golf buddies. And that's to not be on the, uh, the email list at our golf course,
3: in which uh, they send it when a member has passed away. That's my goal, not to make that email list. That's a small bar to clear. But I'm going to try. Oh, Cherry Coke just hitting different in 2024. Snowstorm, our first of the year. Hitting us now. It held off so everyone could get their traveling done. In my part of the country. Didn't have to worry about driving into a ditch. Didn't have to worry about sliding off the road. Now that... uh, Now that all the traveling's done, bring on the snow. We don't care. We knew it was going to happen at some point. Uh, We do have the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. And I wanted to get my picks in here. Uh, I've given these much thought. And I've also thought about who my picks will affect. And that starts with the first game of the weekend. Cleveland and Houston. Z Money, one of our producers. He
2: is now a fixture in the Vegas party scene. He's already
3: booked his return ticket to Vegas. They're going to be comping him like you wouldn't believe. He is a massive Cleveland Browns fan.
2: And I I don't think I'm talking out of school here when I say he wasn't very confident in Joe Flacco when he took over. But guess who's confident in Joe
3: Flacco now? Z-Money. And I'm on that Browns bandwagon. Browns are beating the Texans. Philly Tampa, Philly's playing like garbage. Baker Mayfield, bring it on. He's healthy, right? Baker's healthy?
4: Yes.
2: Perfect. Baker Mayfield all day, every day. Tampa over Philly. Miami, Kansas City.
3: I can't believe we're going to lose one of these teams in the first weekend of the playoffs. KC just knows how to win. But the Chiefs are now starting to hear
2: maybe they aren't that good. But either have the Dolphins in the last four or five weeks. They have not been
3: good. Trickery runs amuck in this game. I'm taking the Dolphins in a high-scoring affair. Rams, Lions, Detroit, one of my
2: favorite cities to visit. If you've not been to the new Detroit, get there. It's beautiful. The people are amazing. Lions all day, every day. Rams, get that garbage out of here. Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Don't know how the Steelers got in. Mike Tomlin, you are a magician. Bills are playing some great football.
3: Bills, no problem. That is the no-doubter of the weekend. And Green Bay makes the playoffs. The Cowboys can handle them, though. Cowboys over the Packers. If you're wondering about
2: the odds to win the Super Bowl, uh, according to our odds at Bet
3: Rivers, the greatest... Uh, app in the history of apps 49ers they have a first round by as do the Ravens
2: Uh, 49ers are the overall favorites to win Ravens right behind them followed by the Bills Cowboys and Chiefs those are your top five odds to win the Super Bowl 49ers plus 220 Ravens plus 330 Bills plus 600 Cowboys plus 800 And the Chiefs, plus 1,000. I saw someone post that the Bills to win the division was paying astronomical odds just five weeks ago. And look what they went
3: and did. Long shots. If you want to take a gamble, they sometimes pay off. Z Money, are you confident going into this weekend, the first
2: game of the weekend? I whoa, 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 whoa. I'm
4: worried to say I am because I don't want to be overconfident going into the game.
2: You cannot affect the game from Lindsay Ontario.
4: I can try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes, I am confident in the Browns over Houston. Uh, you nailed it. I was not sure about Joe Flacco coming off the couch and playing again, but, uh, he has proved me wrong. He's proved everyone wrong. And he, uh, He's been outstanding for Cleveland.
2: And uh, producer Tim, massive Bills fan. Am I overconfident in your Bills taking out the Steelers? Because I had to look twice to confirm that the Steelers made the playoffs. I mean, they're at home. I think they'll win.
4: I think it'll, given the way the Bills have been playing, I think it'll be
3: dicey. Something will happen it'll come down to the last drive. Well, uh, one thing I'll give Josh Allen is he makes games interesting. Josh Allen rarely has a boring game. He's the
2: central figure of every single bills, win or loss. He's, he's I couldn't take that. Tim, does he give you panic attacks?
4: No, cause he's like, He's like a really good hockey goalie where, like, it doesn't matter how bad of a goal they give up, they just get back in there and shake it off. Like, he doesn't matter how bad of an interception he throws, whatever. He goes on the sits on the bench, throws an uh, iPad around or Microsoft service around, and then gets back in there and just does it again. Like, he doesn't care, he's just going for it every time.
2: The comparable I would have growing up would be whenever Tom Hankey entered a game for the Blue Jays, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be. He would walk the bases loaded and then get three straight outs. It was, it was nail buddy. I would sometimes yell at my TV. Cito, what are you doing? Okay, Tom, he did it. Hanky was my first glimpse at, at anxiety. He induced me with a lot of childhood anxiety watching him close out games. And that's kind of what I sense you get in Josh Allen.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I just get bad just because I'd like to see them win like 42 nothing, Because there are games when they should have won 42 nothing or 42-7 and it wound up being a one-score game.
0: You
2: know, mm-hmm. like you said, it makes things interesting. So our producers, I side with them. I uh, hope my picks pan out. I'll be going to Bet Rivers to, uh, to lock those in. Uh, but without further ado, I say it's time we get to our guests. And um, I'm going to ask each of them a very simple question. And I'll give my answer to it now. And that is, what brings you joy? I talked about the the blasé-ness to the New Year's crowd in New York. And that got me thinking, I'm like, people are probably struggling to find joy these days. Mine is going to sound very cliche, but the little things. The small things that if you aren't present... You will not even see them. Like the other night, uh, I'm putting my little daughter, my three-year-old to bed. And she's having a terrible time going to bed lately. And I'm like, you need to get get lots of sleep because school's coming up. (laughs) And she says to me, you're a school. And I'm like, brilliant. I come downstairs, tell everyone what she said. People in tears. But if you... You are overwhelmed by the, your child not going to bed or you're stressed out. You miss that moment.
3: An ice-cold cherry Coke. Literally, the smallest things in life. If you can't find joy in that, then you aren't being present. Because I've discovered in life that all the money in the
2: world can't bring you happiness. I, I know that firsthand. I thought, oh man, I got...
3: I got money coming in. That didn't bring me joy at all. But being present
2: and noticing those small things. Like the sun popping out of the clouds for five minutes the other day. I was over the moon. We hadn't seen the sun in two weeks. Don't let the everyday stresses bog you down so that you miss those small things. So I'm going to ask each of our guests that. Our first guest is Canadian TV icon, a very good friend of mine, a man whose driveway I pulled up to in an RV and parked for three days, and we used his facilities, and I don't know if uh, they ever recovered. I'm sure they did. He is Jonathan Torrens. Jonathan, how many shows, you've appeared on every Canadian TV show known to man. On what show... Did you do the most episodes of? Because uh, I, I asked because we're on the 100th episode of Boomsies.
1: John O'Vision, 225 episodes over five seasons.
2: Did you have, for the 100th episode of any of your shows, a massive party, something to remember?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, Taggart and Torrens, we put out the ask to the Buds that listen to our show who wants to host? We did a 50th episode party and then a 100th episode party at a Bud's house. That's brilliant. How'd it go? It was great. It was really great, you know, as you might expect in a Canadianity environment, kind of timbits and crown royal and backslapping and I have half a pizza I can bring from home. <laughs> like it, and was everyone nothing lavish about it.
2: And everyone ended up in the kitchen.
1: Exactly. As all good maritime parties do. Congratulations on this anniversary. I know firsthand that a hundred episodes is no small feat.
2: Well, I, I know that when you get into a hundred episodes you go into syndication, correct?
1: I think it's 65 back in the day. You know, when I started on Street Sense, we would get paid once. And then every time the episode aired, we would get 50% of what we made the first time. Those days are long gone. Like Mr. D is on Netflix Canada now. That's nice. Uh, Doesn't mean anything (laughs) to me. I don't even get a gas card.
2: You don't even get a free, like a 50% off Netflix.
1: I get nothing Mm -hmm. except kudos at Sobeys.
2: Now, you mentioned your podcast, Heger and Torrance, and I saw that you guys recently discussed happiness and what brings you joy. And I specifically did not listen because I knew the 100th episode of Boomsies was coming up, and I wanted to ask you that very question. Jonathan Torrance, what brings you joy?
1: The shortest road to happiness is expecting more from yourself and less from others. I find when I put uh, too much uh, emphasis or hope or expectations on other people, that is inevitably road to disappointment. That's kind of a larger, more broad question. The short answer is everything brings me joy, including my dog, Joy. Right here. Oh,
2: what a little poacher.
1: You met Henry. We have joy and happy now. Those are our two dogs. Animals bring me joy. I get a lot of joy from my daughters, as I know you do. My wife and I go for a walk every day in... The shortest uh, answer possible, on days when I go to bed, my body's sore, my brain is tired, my heart is full, those are the best days.
2: Now, judging by your Instagram and photos that you put out, I think I would be safe in assuming the way the sun hits things at the perfect time, at the perfect angle, also brings you joy.
1: Yes, Um, I start every day shoveling horse pucky, which is a great way to stay grounded. But it's also um, you accomplish a simple task to start the day. And then if nothing else goes my way the rest of the day, at least I got something done. See, so lower so the bar. That's another thing that brings me joy.
2: That's why I make my bed in the morning. If nothing else goes right, at least I'm getting into a made bed.
1: Your mouth to God's ear, Dan O'Toole.
2: O, you're the best, buddy. Love you.
1: You are too. Congratulations.
2: We go from a Canadian TV icon to an American TV slash podcast icon. The one, the only engineer Jim makes an appearance.
0: Happy new year, everybody. (laughs) How you doing, Jim?
2: I'm doing great, buddy. I said 100 episodes. I want to have my favorite people on. And when it comes to podcast guests, I don't think there's anyone that compares to your status dating back to the Jay and Dan podcast and now to the Boomsies podcast.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it in any way, shape or form.
2: So I asked Jonathan Torrens this, uh, he's been on a lot of TV shows in Canada. Uh, what show have you been a part of that's had the most episodes? I, I guess it's safe to assume the NFL on Fox because you guys, yeah. would, do you even count how many you've done?
0: Uh, I, I have no idea. It's been, uh, 20 some odd. Yeah, this is my 20th year. So a lot. And, uh, there's another show that I was on, uh, the Simpsons that I was a part of, uh, that, uh, has had quite a few episodes actually.
2: Whoa, whoa. Time called Jim. Why am I hearing this for the first time you did Simpsons episodes?
0: Uh, I I did one. They had one where they were able to. It was wild. They were able to virtually control Homer, his reactions and his voice live. We voiced it live with Dan. I had him in my VO booth, and we were taking phone calls, and they had guys animating his reactions, his facial expressions arm movements everything uh that they were doing live while dan was answering phone calls from people who were calling into the show it was wild
2: oh my okay so i have to look this up do you know the name of the episode the number of the episode what season
0: uh oh gosh uh I, I i you know what i i don't okay, get but back I do to me that information and i'll okay
2: get it. that information to me because i now have to watch that episode
0: yeah um was,
2: now was, so i was talking was, about
0: uh the, uh season the, 27 dan i know that
2: season much. 27 okay yeah there we go we've got uh some homework for us now uh, <laughs> i asked uh jonathan this question i i gave my thoughts on it to, off the top of the podcast because a new year, we're in a, a, a strange time in the world, there's wars going on, there's massive food prices, so people are finding joy a little harder to come by. So I wanted to ask you, Engineer Jim, what brings you joy? What brings you happiness? What nugget of info can you give us?
0: Uh, having my kids home with me, have, having everybody home, The my girls were home for the holidays here, they're... They're still here with me uh, for a few more days. Then They're, they're both in Washington, D.C., so uh, they leave for Washington uh, on Sunday. So just having everybody home together is huge for me. I love that.
2: Now, are you the same as me? When you're in the kitchen and you're getting ready to cook a great meal for the family and you put music on it takes it to another level that is one of my my favorite moments because when the music hits right the the vibe in the house is perfect the smells of the cooking i'm like man bottle that up
0: uh we love doing that and uh van morrison is a big one in our house uh when van hits right you know that that's a that's a great night uh as a matter of fact, New Year's Eve, uh, we cooked lobsters and listened to Van Morrison and some really good rock classics and had a great time.
2: We had lobster New Year's Eve, too.
0: Awesome. I love <laughs> it. See, Great minds think alike, Dan.
2: I cut the shit out of my hands.
0: <laughs> oh, did I, you really? Want oh, yeah. It was like, lobsters it, and stuff? Oh,
2: yeah. They had little barbs on them. I was bleeding. It was
0: a mess. Uh yeah we we I mean we have all the stuff all the you know the crack you know the the tools to crack the knuckles and the claws and
2: I was using that. pliers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh I remember one year um back at my folks house uh but they moved down to Cape Cod and we used to go visit them every summer uh my wife and I this was before we had kids and uh, I got this huge, it was like a three and a half or four pound lobster. So the thing was huge. The claw was the size of my laptop I'm talking about. <laughs> and I, I couldn't crack it for anything. And I had to bring it to, into my dad's workshop in his garage and put it in a vice and crank down the vice to crack the claw. It was awesome.
2: Then, and then pepper. that makes that uh, lobster meat taste so much better because the work you put into it.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh,
2: Jim, before we let you go, uh, uh, here's some homework for you. Maybe you've already heard this song. You said you're a big Van Morrison fan. Kyle Libby, our mutual friend who works at Fox, also yeah. a Van Morrison fan. Yeah. And I gave him this song he had never heard Van Morrison singing Comfortably Numb with Pink Floyd live. It is one of the greatest songs you'll ever hear. Put that on while making dinner tonight.
0: Oh, I got to search that. I had no idea. Oh, now you got me going. I love that. song. it's one of my favorite songs. That's going to be awesome.
2: We and just you saw awesome.
0: Him Greek, we just saw him at the Greek theater, Dan. Uh, and
2: how is he? He's got to get getting up there.
0: He's 80, and he was phenomenal. The band was amazing. I, I don't know if you've ever seen him before, but he's not real – Known for playing all his hits live. He plays a lot of obscure stuff or whatever. And he was playing a lot of skiffle music, which is like the kind of music the Beatles started playing before they really became the Beatles, right? So it's sort of this kind of, I don't know, garage bandy y uh, music from the early 60s, late 50s that was popular in uh, England at the time. And so he had his band playing all these old songs and stuff and, and Taj Mahal opened for him and he did some songs with Taj Mahal was phenomenal. He was so good. He was, his voice hasn't changed in, you know, 50 years. He was unbelievable.
2: Wait till you hear comfortably numb. I can't Uh, wait. Jim, you're the best. Love you, buddy.
0: Love you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Take care.
2: And the uh, the list of top-notch guests continues. So Jonathan Torrance, Engineer Jim, and now the most popular guest we've ever had on Boomsies. We had to have him back for the 100th episode, Wacy Rabbit. Wacy, you just resonated with people. So congratulations on that.
4: Are you sure it's not my many burner accounts? Or the <laughs> my family nope. has many burner accounts? I think... But it's, it's an honor. Thank you for inviting me back.
2: I know you don't have burner accounts because you barely were able to log into this recording because you didn't have Chrome on your computer. And uh, so I know you wouldn't be able to set up alternate accounts.
4: Well, I was just explaining. There's got to be accountability and some responsibility on both sides. I remember the back in the day, the old school, you just press something and then all of a sudden we appear. And now we're having a conversation. I had to download a couple things. My wife had to come down <laughs> and help and...
2: Uh, Wasey is an assistant coach with the Saskatoon Blades. How's the season going so far?
4: We're actually doing quite well. We are tied, um, for the first, first place in the entire Western hockey league. We're first in our conference. Uh, we made some big moves. There's some excitement in the city for sure. We have a very strong team and I'm excited for, for what the remaining of the season holds for us.
2: And your massive road trip is out of the way. How long were you on a bus?
4: Oh, Well, it started in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and it ended in, well, the the day ended in Wenatchee, Washington. So that was about 18 hours driving total with uh, some bathroom breaks, some snack breaks, some lunch and dinner. And then throughout that, we toured the entire northwest of the United States. So Everett, Portland, uh, the Tri-Cities area, Spokane. I might be missing a few. And then we ended off in Lethbridge, our last game. And then it was 14 days of just smelly teenagers and a lot of uh, video.
2: What's your go-to on the bus for snacks and to, to kill time? Do you watch movies? Do you read books? Do you play video games? Start with the snacks.
4: Snacks. I love uh, corn nuts, the ranch flavor. Yes. Um, I try not to eat too much on the bus or drink too much because it's. as I get older, I feel my bladder is getting smaller or, you know, the you're your. T- you're, clenching stuff so that you don't yeah. have to use the washroom um we do a lot of video on the bus that takes up most of our time we're you know we're organizing and you know our game plan for the next game or reviewing our last game so that takes up a lot of time and obviously my number one th- when i throw my earpods in it's the boomsies
2: <laughs> Perfect. That kills 18 hours right there. Well, we did 100 episodes, so yeah, that'd kill uh, 18 hours, no problem. Uh, I wanted to get some advice from you. I've been asking each guest this. Um, Wacy Rabbit, what brings you joy in life? What brings you happiness?
4: Um, When I was younger, it was the competition. I I used to be an athlete, a professional athlete. I enjoyed competing. And what I really found as I retired... And I started working with youth is just helping. You know, I that's why I got into coaching. I love helping other people, um, being of service to other people, having people trust in me to you know come to me for advice or if they even want to open up about something that's bothering. Just even lending an ear, just being someone that someone another human being can rely on. To help them if they're going through a good, bad parts of their life, and that's why I love coaching.
2: And what's a little nugget that you could say to uh, an adolescent? Because I've I've got a house full of kids, and I always want to say to them, I'm like, you know how the rest of the world has it, right? You're pretty lucky. You can't say that. So if they're struggling, if they're 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 stuck in a rut, what's something you say to a player that comes to you who's just uh, who's just feeling the blues?
4: This, this generation for sure has it really tough. You know, they, uh, they can go to their phone for anything positive or negative. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity on social media. But I think what matters most when I talk to our players or adolescents is that, you know, what is how you treat other people is how you should you feel you should be treated as well. So if you're bringing positivity into the world, if you're coming to, to the rink with energy and you know, you're, you're complimenting rather than, you know, antagonizing people or, or being negative that, that goes a long way. Even a smile. I've, I've found even a smile goes a long way. So if you can bring positivity into a your room, you're leaving it better than you found it.
2: I love it. Wacy. That's how I grew up. My mom always said, uh, uh, those that exact same thing, uh, be nice to others, uh, treat them the way you want to be treated. And she would always say, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all.
4: Your, your mother is very smart and very wise.
2: Wacey, you're the best. Love you and uh, continue uh, having a great season and hopefully see you in the Memorial Cup.
4: Hopefully. Thank you. And congratulations on 100 episodes, Dan. You're awesome.
2: Thanks, buddy. Wacey just overflowing with wisdom. When he speaks, I listen. Before we get to our final guest on this, the 100th episode of Boomsies, we have to get to a very special phone call. It's from a regular contributor
3: who sends us emails every single week. And now he finally left a voicemail. Let's hear that.
5: Hey, Coolzy, Long time listener, like first episode and regular contributor to the show. And first-time caller. Just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm looking forward to many, many more. When I think of a perfect podcast, I think of sports, shenanigans, immaturity, nicknames, silly lists. And you've managed to do all that. And show some vulnerability which inspires boomsy nation so thank you uh Z, producer tim and Z money on a fantastic run your pal big dog rob
3: the man the myth the legend he's real big dog rob thank you for that phone call my friend uh, your presence on this
2: podcast always brings a smile to my face. And I know, um, regular listeners, they love your contributions. So keep it up. If you have a, an email to get to us or a phone call, it's very easy. You just call us at 289-809-9690, 289-809-9690. And the email address is, yeah, that's y a yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. Yeah, let's talk at
3: gmail.com. Now, without further ado, our final guest on the 100th episode of Boomsies,
2: Mr. Jeremy Taggart. He was the very first guest we had on the Jandan Dan podcast. So, of course, when we reach 100 episodes on the Boomsies podcast, we have to have him back. Jeremy, what's going on, buddy?
6: How's it going, bud? Hey, nice to be back again and again and again. Like It's uh, <laughs> ongoing. I love it.
2: Uh, someone sent a clip to me of our Christmas episode we did at Fox yeah. and how they watch it every year during the holidays. I'm like, it's a Christmas tradition I never knew was a thing.
6: I know. Well, I mean it was a great night. Like we both know how much fun that was that night. Uh it was a great experience. It was uh, kind of like a Christmas in California vibe and
2: Yeah, and I and uh, I think I think we can say now because the Statue of Limitations have run out, we got shit canned. We we yeah. drank a lot of boo like we were doing shots out the yin yang there. <laughs>
6: It was quite a party at the uh, Fox Studios,
2: and then Jay and I went on TV that night.
6: <laughs> it was probably a great episode.
2: Well, it's a it was a different time. Sure, um, I was talking about earlier in the podcast how uh, I saw a clip comparing the New Year's celebration in Times Square from 20 years ago to this year, and it's night and day. Like 20 years ago, people are going crazy. And this year, it's just like, ah, uh, uh, Happy New Year, I guess. There, there's just yeah, like, we're... there's like a blanket hanging over everyone. People
6: forget how to party because <laughs> the, the pandemic kind of took it away. The three or four years of like being out together in the streets just kind of nullified the uh, experience a bit. But I'm sure it'll come back. I mean, it's concerts I that... and everything are still crazy. It's just, uh, you know. To be honest, like what the hell? When you're watching these, oh, these New Year shows now, they're they're awful. Like it's like I don't know who anybody is. The people that perform play for thirty seconds. Like it's just that you can't even get into anything. It's nuts.
2: Oh yeah, I'm I'm guessing. So we're playing the game, first off, where everyone goes to the washroom in Times Square, and then we're guessing what yeah. these performers are getting paid for their one song. And I'm like, ah, she's probably getting a million minimum because her agent's got to go to them and say, you know, she could play a New Year's show anywhere for uh, for big money, so you got to pay up. And plus, Planet Fitness is is the title sponsor, so there's big cake to be had.
6: Yeah, I think it's actually even the artists, most of them do it for the promo because it's a big opportunity for artists, right? It's like getting on those uh, pop music, like pop radio festivals in New York or LA, you know, it's like they have all these crazy bands and they're, you know, uh, a lot of the times when it's a promotional thing, they'll do it just for the event, like at the MTV Awards or whatever. I don't think they get paid anything. You just realize you're at a, at a huge thing that people will watch. And that's, that's what happens.
2: Uh, you know but what now, my mom yeah, did? New Year's. You know what my mom did recently? She went and found a CD player. She's bringing CDs back single-handedly. And I was cleaning out the other side of my basement here today. I've got a box of CDs. So maybe 2024 is the return of CDs.
6: Well, yeah. Yeah. Since, since, uh, Best Buy's like canceling DVDs, maybe they'll bring CDs back
2: it's tough uh, sandro tool had to go to like a uh, she had to go to several pawn not pawn shops but uh, the thrift stores and finally she finally she found one they aren't easy to find
3: uh no, jeremy give not. us
2: some uh, music new music to listen to in 2024 what are you listening to right now um
6: I, I i'm uh i'm not a real huge new brand new music guy i guess in terms of new interesting music uh There's an uh, artist, Tadomi and Beck, it's a drummer and a keyboard player. They're pretty cool and, you know, uh, eccentric. I I do appreciate, I guess now in the the days of social media, you do see a lot of interesting music that you don't really, uh, probably wouldn't be popular. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of interesting music that's... uh, uh, I I went with my daughter to see Meshuga last month, and there was a couple... Cool metal bands, White Chapel and In Flames opened up, and they were pretty pretty good. If you're looking for that crazy uh, hardcore metal, <laughs> and how Wait. about my daughter? You know, get me into Meshuga at 13 years old.
2: <laughs> First time I've ever heard of this band. So it's uh, like a like it's a metal band.
6: They've been around for decades, but like they're spectacular musicians, and uh, I just was in awe of how like fantastic they are as players. Meshuga, yeah, it's fantastic.
2: I love that, uh, so when we were kids, old music was like Frankie Valli and Elvis yes. and the Beatles and stuff. And now my kids, and you'll experience the same thing on social media, like you're hearing Billy Joel and uh, like the Pointer Sisters come up. I'm like, what the, this is this is old music. And then I've got to think back. Yeah, that's like 30, 40 years ago, Dan. Come on, get with it.
6: Yeah, and I, I've heard like there, you know, some of that mashup music where it's just like one bar of share going into like Gordon Lightfoot for a bar. And like, I just, that, that to me is the, uh, I would jump in a volcano if that's where music's going.
2: <laughs> Sharday is back. Smooth operator. I know, I'm it's hearing o- that. it's
6: only for, it's only for the two bars of the chorus <laughs> and then they cut into green day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, the classic it's- green day Sharday mix. <laughs>
6: yeah man that's what these their song it's just anything memorable it'll go from like every breath you take into like kiss from a rose by seal and <laughs> oh, like man until like, like you know young mc or something
2: kiss from a rose that was a banger i had that on repeat oh, yeah. for at least three months <laughs> yeah, that that's
6: a uh that's a ha- you can, you know, that's a career maker, that song. And Seal uh, will tell you. <laughs> he doesn't really need anything else other than that song.
2: Oh, when I had the CDs out, and a, I was, I was a, looking through them. I was telling the kids, I'm like, this is when artists actually made money because you'd have to buy the entire CD for that kiss that, from a row song.
6: Like whenever Seal's on a date, he just like towards the end of the night, all of a sudden he starts singing that.
2: Oh. Da, da, da. That's the closer Just right the closer. there.
6: He's got the rose.
2: Oh, everyone's going home with seal when they hear that. Uh, Jeremy Taggart, um, you're full of wisdom. I've been asking all of our guests on this, and I want you to close with the same question uh, that I've been asking. And that is, what brings Jeremy Taggart joy? Because we're, we're lacking a lot of joy in the world. What brings you happiness?
6: Well, it's, it's few and far between (laughs) these days. And, uh, joy is something that is abundant when you're born (laughs) and it slowly kind of starts to shrink as you get older and live every day. And, uh, so yeah, it's more of a, uh, something that, that it just kind of gets you sometimes. I think joy for me, it's easily when I'm talking to my kids or if my kids are, uh, excited about something like that fires me up if my family if we're if we're laughing if my can make lisa laugh like anything that feels like you know what i'm doing is me and my family generally and uh or my, out with my friends and having laughs with 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 tools you know just like <laughs> that's how it is like it's really about communicating and enjoying life and uh it has to be a kind of communication at some level for joy i guess
2: <laughs> and you you talk about kids and earlier in life when they were younger they would be going through like talking about a seating plan that changed and my previous version of me would have been annoyed or like okay is this ever going to end but then you get wiser and then you realize the seating plan doesn't matter they just want to talk to you they They just want to tell you about their life. They just want you to listen. And that makes those mundane things a lot easier to take in because you're like, this is a good moment. Even though the previous version of you might have said, well, you just wrap this story up already.
6: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Definitely.
2: Uh, Taggart, yeah. I wish you the best in 2024. I can't wait uh, to see you this summer to play some golf. You are going to make the trek to my golf course this summer, whether you like it or not.
6: Absolutely. And we're, yeah.
2: we're going to have some laughs.
6: Can't wait, bud. Love you guys. Have a good one.
2: Love you too, buddy. There you have it. I wanted the 100th episode to leave you with nuggets of knowledge. To start your 2024 on the right foot. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for being a part of our family. Spread the word. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. And make sure you hug someone you don't know who needs it. And just be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week.
4: Welcome to Boomsies with Dan Toozy. live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.
1: Thanks for listening to Boomsies.